Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. Now it's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, the most connected man in Washington, D.C. We start with a far different report than normal, and that is that, in fact, D.C. is in a tornado watch, not warning. And there's a distinction uh, until 10 p.m. tonight. Not not usual weather for D.C. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's getting late spring, uh, you know, late April. So sometimes we do have that springtime heat and then uh, s- uh, serious, severe weather. But I was looking at some of the stuff from the weather service earlier. They think the the real bad stuff might creep more up toward the Mason Dixon line and into uh, sort of the southwestern southeastern part of uh, Pennsylvania and Delaware. But we'll see. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those days where we could get something here. All right. The big story that is unfolding in terms of news, besides the political news of the day, we have this uh, we have the USS Theodore Roosevelt now headed to Yemen. And what could potentially be a showdown with Iran, although I have zero confidence in Obama's ability to actually pull the trigger on anything here. Yeah, what this is, is it relates to evidently uh, worries that the Iranians are sending vessels laden with arms for those anti-government rebels in Yemen, the Houthi rebels who've been fighting against the government there, against the Saudis and others. Yeah, these are Iranian-backed rebels. Exactly, Iranian-backed rebels. And so the, the worry is that they are getting arms shipped to them by sea to Yemen. And so the U.S. already has, the Navy already has nine different ships, vessels in the area. Now we're adding the Theodore Roosevelt, which is an aircraft carrier, so they can come in and do even more. And, yeah, well, I mean, think about the, the, the situation right now with the negotiations going on about the nuclear deal, the sniping that's occurred over Iraq at times. And now this, you know, you don't sort of put all that together in a good way if there is some kind of altercation on the open seas. But that is the word out of the Pentagon today that we are sending the Theodore Roosevelt to join other American vessels already there to watch out for any of these Iranian ships that might be carrying arms for the rebels. Yeah. Um, Another scary part of things, Iranian authorities now have charged uh, a Washington Post reporter with espionage and at least three other serious crimes, according to his lawyer. What do you know about yeah. this? Yeah, they've uh, uh, this story's been going on for a while. This reporter for The Post, I want to say he's been held for a number of months now, and he finally got to meet with his court-appointed attorney and, of course, only got a few minutes with him or something of that nature. The White House was asked about it at today's briefing, and spokesman Josh Ernest, several, uh, I think, was was it John Carl? I don't remember who it was, but whoever asked the, kept saying, well, why don't you make this a part of these negotiations and say, hey, we're not going to sign any agreement with you on the nukes until you release this reporter? Because uh, the officials again today called it absurd and ridiculous that he was being held on these trumped up charges uh, dealing with his reporting. Uh, but uh, Josh Ernest wouldn't tie those two together in any way. And there doesn't seem to be any hope uh, that this post reporter is going to be released anytime soon. Yeah. Now, we had over the weekend another ISIS, well, multiple ISIS incidents, beheadings and shootings that went on, some 30 Christians assassinated, and the White House is mum on the religion of the perpetrators and the victims in the latest beheading. They only speak in broad general terms once again. Why? 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of discussion about it, actually, I thought, in today's briefing, from what I heard, where they were talking about, I think, uh, the words here in my notes are vicious, senseless brutality as it relates to ISIL and some of these incidents. So uh, they maybe they didn't characterize it in terms of uh, that you, that hit your ear the right way in terms of the religious side. But certainly it was denounced from the podium today at the White House briefing and talked about it. It's not gotten a lot of attention so far from members of Congress, but it is a Monday. So everybody's in a travel mode at this point in time. The, the worries, the White House saying today, the worries about Libya are, uh, are certainly that there's instability that could, in Josh Ernest's words, spread throughout North Africa. And that's why you've seen the Europeans obviously getting very interested in this as well, and even amid some thought, some talk of possible military intervention by some in Europe as well. Yeah. Let me add a couple of stories from the, the weekend. We Did you see 60 Minutes last night? I did not see 60 Minutes last night. So I'm last sorry. night, 60 Minutes showed video that they say was the most graphic video they had shown in their history. And I think we're going to show some of it tonight. Remember the president drew the red line in, in the sand for Syrian president? Oh, yeah, this is on the sar- use of uh, sarin gas in Syria, yeah. yes. I mean, and they showed all the dead bodies, people dying. I mean, it is painful death because literally you become incapable of breathing because the muscles are just paralyzed in your body. It is a torturous, torturous death. And on top of that, people begin to have what is the equivalent of epileptic uh, fits, etc. I mean, really, really painful death. And... Uh, you know, you're talking about 1,500 people, just short, shy of 1,500, almost 500 of them children. They showed the pictures and the images of that. Has anyone asked the White House today why, when they drew the red line and, and Assad crossed that red line, that they decided not to do a thing? Uh, you know, I mean, the the White House obviously came very close, it seemed like, back at the time with uh, all the talk about it. And then the Congress was not really interested in, in, in moving forward. You know, it, I didn't maybe I missed part of it. I didn't hear anything directly about that in the briefing today, but it might have come up while I was doing something else. But uh, that has it has not been a directly asked kind of thing in recent months, even though obviously there's a lot of people pointing fingers of blame as to who should have gotten involved to do something about that. Because certainly there have been more than enough stories about what's going on in there but not as much talk about how to actually get it to stop. What about uh, Lindsey Graham's comment on Fox News Sunday this weekend, where he said that the Iran deal has a snowball's chance in hell of ever passing the Senate? I mean, it's great rhetoric, but in reality, when the president vetoes that and it comes back, it does have a snowball's chance in hell. Yeah, as we discussed last week, the way that this is set up, I mean, uh, if if this bill is approved by the House and the Senate and signed by the president, it will set up a procedure where the Congress could look at any deal that's cut with the Iranian government on its nuclear ambitions, but they would uh, have to approve what is called a resolution of disapproval. So they could basically approve a slip of paper that says, we don't like this, send that down to the White House where that would be vetoed, and it could come back. And they would have to muster a two-thirds supermajority in both the House and the Senate. The, the administration argues and keeps arguing that under no circumstances do they believe that the actual deal should be approved like a treaty in the Congress and have a vote. But they did have to knuckle under and allow this kind of review. But in the end, yes, you're absolutely right. It, it, there is no assurance that they would be able to block this deal at all. Yeah. Let me ask you, have you heard much about Fred Dickers, a reporter in Albany, New York, for The New York Post, And he has, despite repeated claims to the contrary, he believes that Mayor de Blasio, in other words, our Sandinista communist mayor of New York, who is rapidly sending the city back to the old days this past weekend, 19 wounded, two dead in one weekend. One weekend. You seem like you're ready to endorse him for president. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Right on the money. Uh, But anyway, de Blasio apparently is hoping, according to operatives, and Fred Dicker's a a crackerjack reporter, he's somebody that I trust, that, that he wants to start an underground draft comrade de Blasio movement. Have you heard that? Um, I saw those reports. I mean, look, I, I think we're going to hear a lot of talk still 
about, well, will somebody get in the race? And whether it's going to be attention on the mayor of New York or a senator from Massachusetts or even the vice president, there's going to be some names out there. But as of now, I'm not seeing any evidence that somebody is ready to do that. I mean, certainly there is just that sense, I think, amongst some on the Democratic side that they would just like to have somebody else get in the race. But, you know, you look at the organization that Hillary Clinton has put together already, but the Boston Globe reported this weekend that she already has 19 paid staffers on the ground just in New Hampshire alone. And who's second for the Republicans? Who do you think? I don't know. In terms of paid staffers, Donald Trump, he's got four. Interesting. So she's already dominating that part of I the organization. I keep telling people, people thing. ask me, do I really think Donald Trump is going to run? And the answer is 100% yes. It may well be, and we may well have him and a number of others in there. But as of now, she's ramping up in a way that tells me that they want to make sure that they snuff out anything that might happen on the Democratic side. So they're not just going to sort of... I think we're learning because of all these ethical issues. You saw the report about Peter Schweitzer's new book, How the Clintons Became Zillionaires um, Since the Time that Bill Left the White House. And the ethical mess, and this this new book is going to report... Uh, the untold story of how and why foreign governments and businesses help make Bill and Hillary rich and the quid pro quo aspect of all of this. And Well, the White House was asked a bunch about that today. I put something up just a few minutes ago yeah. on my blog at JamieDupree.com, and, and they denied that there was any favoritism shown for those Clinton Foundation donors. The quote, uh, you know, sort of over and over from Josh Ernest was that, look, there's been a lot of uh, charges, but not a lot of evidence, was what you boil it down for what he said several times. Well, well hang orders. on, though. If, if they grant a special status to a particular country like for example hillary's biggest foundation donor was caught violating the iranian sanctions but yet he was still the biggest donor and certain for example hillary there was a hillary menendez clinton and another pay-for-play scandal with cisco hey i've told you over and over again i don't think this story is going away and with this book coming out what may early may at some point and all the major news organizations that are in on it as well. She was asked about it today after her first event in New Hampshire and said that uh, she expects to face all kinds, this is quoting her, all kinds of distractions and attacks. She said she's ready for that. Quoting here, I don't know what they would talk about, they being the Republicans, if I wasn't in the race, Clinton said after her event today in Keene, New Hampshire. She went over and talked to her, took a couple of questions from reporters, one of which was about the Clinton Foundation How many questions? Did anyone ask about Saudi Arabia and why she hasn't spoken out about these countries that have a business? I think there were only three questions, and one of them was about the Clinton Foundation, so they did get that in. Yeah, but the bottom line is the answer is no, really. In other words, they're not going to ask, they haven't asked the question about why did you take money from countries? You claim to be a champion of the people. You claim to be a woman's rights advocate. Why did you take money from countries that treat women horribly? That's the question she needs to answer. Well, again, think about it. Uh, This story certainly hasn't gone away, and it keeps getting pushed by some uh, very big news organizations. So on that thing, and with the book coming out in the next couple of weeks, I mean, I would assume that the Clinton people and the Democrats will do all they can to try to undermine it. We'll have to see what's actually in the book. Did you know that uh, this news came out in the Washington Free Beacon about the Iranian mullahs might get a giant $50 billion signing bonus to sign the Obama nuclear agreement? $50 really? billion. From, not from the U.S. Congress, though. The State Department on Monday would not rule out giving Iran up to a $50 billion as a so-called signing bonus for agreeing to a nuclear deal later this year, according to comments made to journalists following reports that the administration had formulated a plan to release tens of billions of dollars of, froni- of, of frozen oh, so Iranian funds. So it's not funds. new money you're talking about. It's talking about money that's been frozen well, in Well, that's in $50 billion. Dollars. You can do a lot of damage in terms well, of sure. uh, expanding 
terror. But I thought what you meant was that the government, the U.S. government, was going to be giving them money in a sense. Well, okay, but it's giving them in the sense that they're free to use it. Sure. That's but not, not giving them out of the Treasury or something like that. Okay, $50 billion that they didn't otherwise have access to. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a good deal. I was just trying to clear it up. I just didn't know where, what you're talking about yeah. exactly. All right, you're also following the lead-up to the 2016 campaign, and the well, Clinton starts two days of events in New Hampshire, and um, that's a pretty big deal there. How's the reception been besides the three hard questions she had to answer? <laughs> well, she it was a it was one of those uh, you know set up beforehand kind of events. She was at a furniture manufacturer in Keene today, and also made a stop by a little uh, bistro and bakery. There's a story I've seen already on Drudge about how some people at the store, at the bakery, didn't want to come out and meet her for whatever variety of reasons, so I'm sure that'll get a little more attention. She's doing, it's basically the same kind of setup as she did in Iowa. Two days of meetings, throw in some probably uh, meetings that we won't be told about in the news media. They'll produce a couple of uh, videos and things of that nature, and I think she drove up there as well, as what I was told from uh, New York up to Keene today to do that event. Oh. Uh, all right, what else is happening? Anything else in the news I'm missing? John Kasich uh, is going to be so. on TV tonight. What's going to be on TV tonight? John Kasich, and he's setting up a group that might lead to a run for the presidency. Did sure you... sounds like he wants to. He's the governor of Ohio, if you don't know him, uh, well known from his time in the Congress. And, you know, I just uh, listening to him this weekend and in recent weeks, it just seems to me like he wants to get in, you whether know. it'll have a big impact. That's a whole nother issue. But we may have yet another person on the GOP side that wants to get in. It's going to be interesting. He'd be certainly a contender for VP if he decided to do that, right? Yeah, and it seems like Rubio got a pretty good response. Marco Rubio did this weekend up in New Hampshire, and I, I think his people very pleased where he's at. He's doing fundraisers uh, today and tomorrow down in Texas. Yeah. All right, Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in Washington. Thank you, sir. See you, Sean. Appreciate it. 800-941-SEAN, toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of the program. And, hey, listen, all of us have cell phones. Every two seconds, somebody breaks their phone. Um, if you're getting, for example, the new Samsung Galaxy S6 or the S6 Edge or any other smartphone, you got to protect it because you know what? 9% of smartphones end up in the toilet. 6% of them end up on the top of your car and you drive off. I mean, every two seconds we're ruining our phones. You got to protect it. But if you are using your provider for your phone insurance, in other words, AT&T, Verizon, or Sprint, you're probably paying 10, 11 bucks a month. You might be paying up to $199 deductible when you break your phone with the insurance that your cell phone provider offers. Now, you can keep AT&T, AT &T, Verizon, and Sprint as your provider, but get rid of their insurance and pay half as much by going to squaretrade.com. In other words, you can cancel your current phone's insurance at any time, even if you're locked into a contract. Square Trade will show you how to do it. Now, do the smart thing. Put this money in your pocket. You'll pay less than five bucks a month when you go to squaretrade.com, squaretrade.com, money in your pocket, around $240 a phone per year. Go to squaretrade.com. All right, quick break. When we come back, on the other side, Dana Perino stops by and Colonel Oliver North on this Iranian battle that's going on and much, much more. Sean Hannity. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. 
feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.